Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Top Flight Podcast as we continue our EPL preview series. We're previewing all 20 English Premier League teams. We've done six already. Now it's time for number seven, and it's our first newly promoted team episode as we're going to be talking about the Cottagers of Fulham. Ori Benatar here joined alongside Jacob Diaz. What's going on, Jacob? Not too much, Ori. How are you today? I am doing very well, and I'm very ready to talk about Fulham, a former Premier League regular back when we were kids, uh, you know, very famous in the States because they would always have American players. You had Carlos Bocanegra, Clint Dempsey played for Fulham, a couple more did uh, here and there. But Fulham used to be a very consistent team, sometimes finished in the top 10. They were mid-table, then they got relegated around the uh, early 2010s in the championship for quite a few years. They finally got out, winning in the playoff this past season uh, over Aston Villa, and they are through back into the Premier League. So pretty exciting times for Fulham. Yeah, you know, you're right. They, they were Premier League regulars. They were in the Premier League for a very long time in terms of consecutive years. And, you know, when they when they got relegated, it almost felt like, a part of the Premier League was gone, you know. It's just, it was so weird to see the league without Fulham for so long, so uh, I'm glad they're back. I think it should be an exciting season. Yeah, it's nice to see them back, and just, you mentioned that point, like, the Premier League wasn't the same. Yeah, there's been a lot of teams that have been that consistent, those consistent teams that you're like, they're not going to get relegated. The first one for me that when I saw them get relegated, I was like, what was Newcastle? I remember when they got relegated, and then Fulham got relegated, and then Aston Villa got relegated, so it's nice to see Fulham back, yeah, as a Premier League regular. And they are going to be back with a fury. They have a very, very good squad. A lot of talented players. Who, for you, pops out as sort of their two, three biggest stars? Yeah, they've really had a window for themselves, too. Um, in terms of the people, you, ha- you have to start with Ryan Sessegnon, the wonder kid. You know, he's a winger. He's played out at left back. They're not really sure where he's going to end up. But, I mean, the guy's electric. He's so young. I think he's still 17 at this point. He scored the winning goal in the uh, playoff final against Aston Villa. I mean, he's young. He's English. I don't know how long they're going to be able to hold on to him. But while they do, I mean, they look like they have a really special player. Uh, outside of him, I think you really got to look at some of the guys that brought in this window. Uh, Jean-Michel Serri from uh, Nice in France. I mean, this is a guy that was being recruited by Barcelona, Chelsea, Arsenal, and somehow Fulham come and swoop in and grab him. Uh, not too much money either. I think it was like £20 million or something in, in that range. And then signing Andre Schurle alone. You know, he's been around the Premier League before. He's very experienced. If he can stay healthy, I think he'll be a really, really big uh, part of their team this year. Yeah, the fact that a, a World Cup winner, Premier League winner, a player of Andre Schurler's caliber signing with a team that is newly promoted, that just shows you where the Premier League is in terms of just the, the attraction of these players. I mean, he's on loan from Dortmund. He was playing here and there for Dortmund, wasn't super consistent, but I think also Dortmund is ready to take the next step and 
uh, play Christian Pulisic a lot. He's going to be a consistent starter for them, get maybe a year or two out of him before maybe they sell him to an even bigger team. But back to Fulham, they besides, you know, Sarri, Schurler, Sessegnon, they have some decent other players. Dennis uh, Adoy, the defender, Captain Tom Kearney from Scotland is very good. Um, Fabry is a new goalkeeper from Spain, but Marcus Bettinelli is probably going to get a lot of the starts. So it's interesting to see. It's interesting to see this team, and I look at just their stars, like Sessegnon, Schurler, Sarri, and some of their other players. I don't see them as a one of those newly promoted teams. That's like, yeah, they're going to get relegated. No, I I think I have them probably you know mid table to lower mid table. I don't think they'll break into the top ten like maybe uh, expect Wolves will. But, I mean, they have a really solid team. I think the only hole right now that I can see is um, that striker. I'm trying to sign um, uh, Mitrovic off of uh, Newcastle, who was a big part of helping them out. You know, he was there on loan for half a season. But, you know, they still haven't been able to sign him, and uh, it doesn't seem like that's getting any closer. So if they're able to sign him, I think there's no way this team gets relegated. But uh, as it stands... I think they'll be in the conversation, but I expect their quality to kind of just lift them out. I expect a quality season from them too. I mean, I think it, a lot of it will depend on how the youngsters perform, Sari and Sessegnon, if they can gel together. Um, if they decide to play Sessegnon at left back every now and again, he did play a good portion of the season at left back. And we have seen players play left back who are more attacking and been successful. The one that comes to mind was Mikel Antonio when West Ham finished in the top 10 a few seasons ago. He was very successful at left back and then moved up as an attacker, even played as a central striker a couple of times. So I think Sessegnon and Seri's performance is going to help a lot and keeping those youngsters as long as possible is important for Fulham's longevity in the league. But I think what's also important, we've seen a lot with the London clubs. Obviously, Fulham is a London club. They're a newer London club. What's the ambition of Fulham? Owner Shad Khan, who also owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, the two of us Illinois alums, we know him very well, went to Illinois. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the great you know American stories. Came from uh, I think it was it was a Pakistan, right? Yeah. Yeah, he came from Pakistan and basically built himself to be this incredible businessman, super wealthy. He owns Fulham. He owns the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. And stories are coming out around May, June that he was trying to make Wembley the home stadium of Fulham for around 800 million pounds or something like that. And we've seen London clubs take the move to bigger stadiums. Uh, Emirates, when Arsenal moved from Highbury, uh, Stamford Bridge is going to have renovations soon. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium will have its debut year for Spurs. And, of course, West Ham's move from the Bowling Ground to the London Stadium. So if Fulham make that big jump, can they be um, one of those London clubs that compete with the likes of Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs? Uh, I think they got a long ways to go before they do that. And, you know, these stadium moves, you look at West Ham, they don't always work out for the best. Um, and, you know, especially Fulham, you know, they've been at Craven Cottage for so long, I think the fans really don't want to move. But, you know, what you're talking about with Sean Khan, certainly he's very aggressive. He's shown that he was, you know, going to invest his money in this club, and he has a lot of money to go around. Uh, you just look at the signings they've made this, uh, this transfer window. So I think... You know, if they kind of keep on this path that they're on, you know, we could certainly see Fulham making another long run in the Premier League. And, yeah, in a few seasons, they could certainly break into that top ten and start trying to compete for, for cups and for places in Europe. 
And besides having the youngsters, Sessegnon and Seri, winning games for you, eventually, if a big club comes after them, now with the inflated transfer prices in the market, you can sell Sessegnon for close to 40, 50, 60 million if he has a good season next year to a big club. And then Fulham can use that money to get players from La Liga or the Bundesliga or Premier League players who aren't playing for the big six to come and play for them. And I think that will be very interesting to see depending on what happens with Sessegnon, what happens with Sari if uh, they sign Schurler permanently, maybe after the loan. Um, but also Shad Khan, besides wanting Fulham to play at Wembley, there's been uh, rumors here and there that he wants to move his NFL team to London too. And uh, I think that, I think, I mean, I, I personally would think it'd be very cool to see a team have Wembley as their home stadium, to see a club have Wembley as their home stadium consistently. We saw Tottenham have that last season, but being able to see games at Wembley year-round, I think would be really cool. What, what do you think about that? I don't know. I think it, uh, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I think it would take a bit of the magic away if it was someone's home stadium. You know, right now, you know, if you play at Wembley, it's, it's this huge deal, you know. And it's, I think part of that draw is that it's no one's home stadium. You're not just going to play at some other club stadium. I think part of the, the magic of Wembley is that you only get to play there if it's a huge game, as it is right now. Um, so I, I'm kind of hoping Fulham stay at Craven Cottage. Uh, I think they, you know, as much as Shad Khan might want to be, that he has to remember to stay within the means of the team a little bit. You know, he's making all these signings. He's got to make sure that they're going to work out. You know, he signed Sarri, but he has a good midfield already. He signed Sherlan Loan, but he plays the same position as Sessegnon. So I'm interested to see how this team's going to shape up once the season starts. I do think that these are all good moves, at least in a vacuum. So I think that they're on the way up. I agree. I think they're on the way up. I think the moves they've made show the ambition that Fulham wants to be consistent. They don't want to be hopping between the championship and the EPL year in and year out like some other clubs have been doing uh, for a very long time and very consistently. But let's go to the final segment of the podcast, sort of the range of places you think Fulham is going to finish this year. Give me a range, highest to lowest, where they can place in the table. Uh, I, I think they're they're pretty solidly in the like sixteen to ten range. I don't I don't really see them getting ten or eleven. Uh, there's there's enough good teams I think to keep them out, but um, certainly in like that fifteen uh, between fifteenth and tenth position, you know, with the likes of like Leicester, Watford, Crystal Palace, who I expect to kind of be in that range. Um, Mid table, not a not a spectacular season, but you know for a newly promoted club, it's safe from relegation. It's a pretty solid first season in the Premier League. I think the 10 to 16 range is, is pretty good. I would say ninth is their, is their cap. I think that if Sessegnon and Sarri and Schurler all have amazing seasons, and even Kearney and Bettinelli in goal, I think Fulham can finish uh, above 10th position. And I don't think they're going to finish as low as 16th. I think their squad is good enough. They have enough talent to have their low I'm going to say 9 to 15 I'll keep the same difference but I'll move them up a spot in both directions so 9 through 15th will probably be my range for Fulham but also what about a cup run do we see a FA Cup run do we see a Carabao Cup run yeah I think you know with the team they have they, they're definitely set up to do well in a cup they have a good defense solid goalie like you mentioned really good in the midfield you got Sessegnon who can pop up with you know moments of magic it's one of those players um, I think honestly they're probably set up to do better in the cup than they are in the league. Um, like I mentioned, kind of still need a striker. Hurts their chances in the league, but in the cup, 
you know, anything goes. Anything does go. So high expectations from both of us for Fulham as they are back in the Premier League. Thanks, Jacob, for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. All right, so for Jacob, I'm Ori Benatar. That was our Fulham preview. What can the Cottagers do this season in the return to the EPL? Make sure to listen to our previous EPL previews here on the Top Flight Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.